Hey everybody, welcome back for another edition of the Club Cool Podcast. I am here, and I'm your host, Barrett Dudley. Joining me again on a Friday afternoon, Mr. Phil Battaglia. Phil, what's good? hey Finally getting started here after a little... Uh, a little technical difficulty. A few technical difficulties. <laughs> I've been having a key issue. Uh, I, don't have a, I don't have a key to the office anymore. I don't know if this has ever happened to anybody. <laughs> I don't know if this has ever happened to anybody. Welcome to the uh, to Friday uh, stand-up hour. I was pruning. I guess I was pruning keys off of my key ring. You know, you got the one. You're like, I don't know what this does. I gotta get. I'm just yeah. gonna. I gotta get rid of this thing. Yeah. And um, I think I took the wrong one off. Mm-hmm. I th- I th- I think uh, I think I took the washed key off. Kept one that doesn't do anything. And now I have no idea what I, I probably threw it away. I got to There's you know. And what I'm thinking about. What I I, I was putting the pieces together today. I rem- the reason I thought that I had the right key recently is because, you know, I showed up and used it, but now I just think the door was unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> like a like a month or month or two ago when when I was here after hours, I think I just showed up in the uh and the, the door was just unlocked, but I put the key in, turned it and the, it just you know the handles, it's all well, all of it's your all, keys were all jangly. They all fit in yeah, the freaking thing. It, that's what I'm saying. So no matter I I would have put a key in turned and it would have seemed like it worked and that's why i was all you know convinced that i had the right key anyway then we're all then i'm running around here like a chicken with my head cut off you're eating white shed white shed mm. just, just right into the yeah. mic doing some asmr i'm i'm looking for the uh for the crypto card the mem the mem card we finally put it all together man it's well worth it <laughs> for a show like this <laughs> I, yeah, I'm I'm willing to jump through as many hoops as I have to. Yeah. Phil. Phil we got on a Cardi today. White cheddar. Cardi boy? Yeah. How's that thing doing for you? I mean a lot of carbs these days. <laughs> well you gotta you gotta fuel the engine, man. That's right. You're on your feet all day. How many how many pairs of uh Gohan, Gohans oh. did you burn through <laughs> did you burn through this week? <laughs> oh I cleaned up the first pair. Yeah, yeah. They still look like shit from like. But you did. You did. I feel like you blew the back out of those. The the sole is. It's not gonna make it. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. They're still good. I, I highly endorse. Well, I'm I'm glad to hear that that you know that, there's, we'll that, there's, that. that they're still working for you later on. I, I yeah, because you've you, you've you've got some stuff that that we're gonna that we're gonna hit. Well, we're here. Um, it's almost Christmas, but it's also. Uh, it's also just um, you know eighty degrees outside. We're at the intersection of style and pop culture on a on a balmy evening. But speaking speaking of that Christmas, I've got a couple things Christmas related. We still have our Christmas playlist. Yeah, if you're listening, if if you're listening to this podcast on uh, on Friday Saturday, check the stories. It'll be up there. Here's what I did for us this year. I, I thought I got a fresh. I got a, I got to liven this thing up a little yeah. bit. So um, I added some Hanukkah songs to Fantastic. it. Fantastic. You know, wanted to wanted to in, in, include include everybody, and uh, what I learned in in this little exercise is that there's not that many Hanukkah songs. Yeah. <laughs> so, so mostly what I added was all three versions of Adam Sandler's. <laughs> but, <laughs> I was gonna say the Hanukkah song. <laughs> Good. Um, part one, part two, and part three, uh-huh. and then a an absolute bop. This this thing slaps. It's called Happy Hanukkah, and it is by Maris Yahoo. Really? Yeah, you remember Maris Yahoo? I do. Yeah, so that's that's on there too. Throw it on. You know, you're mostly gonna. I, I'm not gonna lie. You're mostly gonna get Christmas Christmas jams, but um, 
but let's see. You know, that's four songs out of forty-two. Yeah. So you got a you got just under a ten percent chance of of landing on a Hanukkah song as well. And I, I cool. You know, feel good about that. I also, um, I was looking around on the Spotify, you know, Christmas holiday playlists. Uh-huh. Hit up a little Christmas jazz. I'm not a jazz guy, but Christmas jazz, mm-hmm. I'm I'm I can get behind it. Okay. It's, yeah. This is sure. pretty good stuff. Yeah. It's easy listening. It's it. You know, it per- per- absolutely perfect if you're like doing something at home, like maybe making yourself a cocktail, a little espresso yeah. teeny, Manhattan, white Russian, something festive, just a little, a little boppy, you know, bippity boppity, give little, me the zoppity Christmas jazz. Yeah, ambiance. A little because ambiance. the problem with Christmas music, especially like the contemporary stuff, it, the reason I'm saying this is because I'm, I'm waking up every morning with uh, these songs in my head because. The HEBs that we call on, they have them on loop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's driving me nuts. Yeah. And they'll get stuck in your head and haunt you. And you're and now you said you're waking up. You're waking up With to the Taylor realization Swift. that you're living in a simulation. Taylor Swift's Christmas tunes. She's all right, I love Taylor Swift. Uh-huh, great, uh-huh. But I hate the Christmas stuff. <laughs> have you have you upgraded your iOS? I'm 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 swerving in the complete opposite direction. Here. Uh, I think so. Is wow, your on your Safari is 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 the is the Safari, is the you... web URL at the bottom now? Yes. Yeah, I like this change. It's been controversial, controversial, like but I like it because what I always hated. Here's why I always I, this has been a problem. Remember when we used to have a home button? You yeah. could double tap yeah. and and it would drop the top of the screen down. Oh yeah. So you could you know uh-huh. you could get to something that was in the top half. Well, that disappeared with when the home button disappeared, and so I'd be one-handing in bed or on the couch yeah. as, I, as I like to do, uh-huh. and I, my thumb won't. You look, look, it won't get to the top. Uh, very true. So I, I like, I like the switch. Now I can one hand. Now I can just drop right there. That's where you're used to shooting texts anyway and stuff like that. And the the feature, I don't know if this already existed, but it was very discoverable with this, is that you can just you can you can swipe through your tabs. Oh, you now this is Safari. I don't know with your, you know, I just, I just do Safari. That's what they want you to use. That's what I'll use. It's fine. Yeah, I'm a Chrome guy. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a Chrome boy too on here. Um, Cardi boys and Chrome boys, but the, but you know, I just, I just use the Safari anyway. Speaking of Chrome, y'all know every time that my computer is up on the screen, no video today, but I'm, I'm a tab boy as well. Oh, are you ever? <laughs> I think you've set a record for the amount of tabs one person can have open. Well, this little, this, this. uh this you know this new feature allowed me to see that on my Safari, I've got something like 450 tabs <laughs> open from like you years know, ago. Yes, too. you click into stuff. Yeah. You, you you never x out, and yeah. it doesn't clean it up for you. you. It keeps all of your tabs open. And so the one that I just this has probably been open for three years. It's just from it's from TheVerge.com. The article dates back to 2016. And it just I I I refuse to close it because I just like to see it there. And it's uh, the headline is "Odds are we're living in a simulation," says Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just one of my. That's, that's a. Good. It's a perma tab. I just I just keep it there. That's that to me. Now there's probably a way to fix this, but with Chrome you can swipe out of all the the on your phone. You can swipe out of yes. everything you have yeah. open. Yeah. There's yeah. something similar. There's got to be something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you mentioned Taylor Swift. I want. I had another music note, and and she's involved in it. So last weekend, Billie Eilish was the SNL musical guest. 
She was also on Stern. She was also the host mm-hmm. of SNL. Uh, I, I I really enjoyed both of her performances, one of which was a song I kind of knew. The other, called Male Fantasy, I had not heard before, uh-huh. but I liked it a lot. So I went and listened to her album from this year, which is called, I'm going to have to bring it up here, Big Fan. I really liked it. I, I, I thought it was very, very enjoyable. But it definitely, you know, it's all like, I think most of the production is done by her brother, Phineas. Mm-hmm. And the the vibe that I got is that they wanted to go in a bit of a Taylor Swift direction. Like, not the, not country Taylor Swift. We're, we're, we all just listen to the Taylor's version of Red or whatever the album was with, um, you know, All Too Well, the, the big song. So we're, we're all kind of like remembering, you know, kind of 10 years ago Taylor, a little bit more country pop. Not new Taylor, but the, this new Billie Eilish, the uh, Happier Than Ever is the, the name of the album. It's just it's got some of that new Taylor type vibe, which That's is like a little acoustic in parts, yeah. and a little you know, a little more melody than a little less hip hop, I yeah. would say. But really good album. I it just it just kind of reminded me of some of the the moves that Taylor ha- has made over over the years. Uh, so I just wanted to shout that out. Put that on the Christmas list. I'm not putting any to, oh, the, not, the playlist. In uh, some bit, well, we need to do a club cool playlist. Another, we need to refresh yeah. the the PL, but we'll do that after the holidays. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll throw I'll throw some Billy on there. Don't don't you worry about that. Uh, let's see, what else do I've got? Do I do I've got? What else do I have before we jump into some stuff here? Um, what do you think about Succession? Ooh. You've already recapped this Ooh. on another podcast. Ooh. I know you're sick of that. Yeah, but but I will. I mean, I, finale was incredible. Wasn't that good? It it wrapped up the season in a way. It was like it was like the, it was like for the first six episodes. And I, don't get me wrong, I, I was in on the season after the first few episodes after some initial kind of hesitation or, or or worry. I guess I I could say, and 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 I had been in since episode three or four. But it's like once those last two episodes in the finale, especially, it's like. You were looking at one of those uh, those things that where you got to like look through it to see the the image that comes out, like in uh-huh. a movie, you know, movie, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. in Mallrats. It's a sailboat, it's a schooner, whatever the line is. It's kind of like that. You could finally see the picture with the with the finale. You know, they just they tied it all up so yeah. so so perfectly. Called back to so many other lines and like <clears> moments <throat> that we'd had in the previous episodes, and I just thought it was awesome. Do you think that Tom is the one that raised the flag? Oh, one one million percent. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. There's yeah, uh, and it was an incredible twist. Yeah, I, I just you, my jaw hit the floor, and it yeah. was awesome. awesome. It was perfect, and it made so much sense. So yes, I did. Uh, speaking of succession, though, um, and just to to call out the style, Jeremy Strong's look, his uh, his it- Italy look. Like all the kind of drab olives and browns and like, is he Tom? No, no, no. J- uh, Jeremy Strong, Kendall. Oh yeah, yeah. His whole vibe that he had going uh-huh. on in Italy. Uh, there is actually I learned about this in our Discord, which you can get access to by joining us on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/ClubCool. But uh, I learned about this Instagram account called Succession Fashion, where I learned that. 
pretty much everything Jeremy Strong as Kendall was wearing in the Italy episodes is by Laura Piana. You familiar? No. It's like the super, super high. They're a, I think Laura Piana is it's both a fabric mill and a brand. So you'll see stuff, suiting or jackets or whatever, or like a Neiman Marcus or a Saks house line that's like, and you know, you, you look in the, the inside uh, of the jacket right. or whatever, and it'll be like by Laura Piana. Yes. So they, they do private label. They do fabric stuff, which is what they're most well known for, this wool fabric. They do like these $5,000 three-in-one coats that are all cashmere, but are also like completely weather resistant. It's, it's this, so it's it's like this. It's an intersection of of high end like wool fabric yeah. and milling with like s- technical but very rich heritage traditional I'd looking love to see that. fashion stuff. Anyway, the uh, the count is succession at succession fashion, and they call out a bunch of stuff. This the big chain that he was wearing, yeah, <laughs> is like a fifteen thousand dollar piece of jewelry that, that was ridiculous. Um, that I believe is maybe Jeremy Strong actually owns and included in the character as like part of his whole, you know, method thing. Uh, and he was wearing Jacques-Marie Maj, uh sunglasses as well throughout. I, lo- I think you could pull off that hair. I, I have never been closer to ah. it than watching him, especially like when he shows up in Italy, uh-huh. it's very, it's so short and it looks a little kind of rugged, you know, yeah. like, like he did it himself in a, in a in a cleansing type, in a Britney Spears way. Yes, a little bit. Yeah, in a cleansing type, you know, uh, move that he made there. But then by the finale, it's like it's grown in a little bit. It's a little bit more cleaned up. And I was like, yeah, yeah, this this looks this looks pretty you sweet. Could do it. See, I've said this before, but I, I used to shave my head like in high school. Every summer we'd shave our heads, but I'm all eyebrows because my eyebrows are so big and dark. <laughs> It just looks like I look really st- like looking back at photos. I look like a moron. Yeah, I I'm just at 35 years old now. The biggest thing is I'm worried about if it will fully come back the way sure. that it is now. Sure, it will. I don't know. One, Sometimes one you run. You're doing one run. You know the Seinfeld episode where Jerry shaves his chest yeah. and it's like he right. he never should have done it. It's never the same. Uh-huh. I'm worried about something like that happening. <laughs> have you been watching that on Netflix? No, but one of the channels on YouTube TV, what TBS, TNT, whatever it is, has like there's a there's a um, there's a block of Seinfeld again in the like e- for five hours evening, late evenings. Yeah, yeah. and like it had been that. it had been missing for a while. Yeah, and they one of those channels brought it back, and so I I've like been catching that. some episodes. It used to be nothing but Friends on Nick at Night. Yes, that was the only block, and yes. now there's a Seinfeld block, and there's a uh, I think Comedy Central earlier in the evening has an office block. So it's nice. I mean, that's, per- that's yeah. As long as the, yeah. I mean, anything, man, those later episodes, I just do not like at all. The, uh, the office ones. Yeah. Especially yeah. when, when Michael leaves, once Michael leaves, yeah. it's, uh, it's enjoyable. I'll have it on. I- I'm okay with them, but they're, they're trash in comparison. Yeah, it's not. I good. also, and this probably says a whole lot more about me than I'm, I'm willing to admit, but I also don't like the Friends later seasons, basically after season seven, which uh, corresponds with once Monica and Chandler are married, I'm out. You're out. <laughs> <laughs> That's very similar to Pam. Read into that what you will. Pam and Jim, once they have the baby, I'm kind of out. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely is. Le- it's less, yeah, it's less interesting. Yeah. 
but he, there's still all the other dynamics sure. with Michael and Dwight and Jim and, yes. and everybody else. So yes. it still still hums along. Uh, speaking of TV, I already mentioned SNL. Paul Rudd hosting for the fifth time this weekend. Nice. And we have plans to to be over to friend's house. Uh-huh. And I'm officially of the age. <laughs> I've always been an SNL fan. I've always watched SNL. But I and and over the course of the pandemic, I watched it live many nights. But now I'm like, oh, you know what we should do? Like drink wine and get them to watch SNL with us. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm that I'm that I'm that That's old. I'm that years old. Idea. I'm that years old. Yeah. Where that sounds just like, mm, that sounds delicious. Yeah. Man, the younger <laughs> listeners are like cringing, turning off the podcast right now. <laughs> Fucking losers. Uh no, no, it's it's you know, you'll get there. You'll get there. Don't get me wrong. I also want to like rage at dirty bills and catch Omicron for myself. So yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I've got that in me too. I just like, I was just thinking about it. I'm like, mm, we should, you know, we should, we should drink some wine and, and watch SNL. <clears throat> I've got some allergies going here too. I'm sorry for the way I sound. It's okay. It's all good. Uh, la- last week I was probably the most hungover I've ever been post Howler brothers wow. Christmas party recording. And, uh, and so they, that, you know, we're Did used, we're used to, to a rough shod voice here. Don's Depot. Yeah. Best bar in Austin. Well, that's a loaded. Uh, what top three? I'll give it a top. Yeah, three. sure, sure. Uh, speaking of wine, Phil. Yes. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Prisoner Wine Company. Ah. I've got a very special delivery. I don't think it's on my doorstep. Hopefully, it's been brought inside. But when I get home Friday evening, yeah, I've got two bottles of the Prisoner waiting for me. Whoa, baby! Yeah. Now that's a good night. And that is because <laughs> you drink both that. Of them. that- <laughs> Yeah, two bottles tonight. Not gonna, not gonna savor it all. No, I'm gonna enjoy the hell out of it. Now, one of them is a gift. Yes, because hope you know. Hopefully, you've already. You, you, I don't think you're gonna make it in time anymore. Right. But if you should still buy some for yourself, and if you need a belated gift, this is the way to go as well because this deal is incredible. This is amazing wine. I just went for the red blend, classic, the prisoner red blend. That's the one that everybody knows. That's the one that like. When you're introducing somebody to the brand, that's what that's what you should put in front of them because it's such an interesting kind of complex blend. People, you know, they 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 get very into like the varietals and stuff. I think blends kind of get a, a bad not a bad rap a little uh-huh, bit. Uh-huh. This thing it'll change your whole perception. You know, change your it's whole a, perspective easy drinker, on, the, but on the blend. It, it pairs with <clears throat> excuse me with a lot. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's like I always say, wine's like fine art. It can be good, it can be bad, and every once in a while, it can be truly transcendent wow that's how i would describe the prisoner man that's that's what i'm going home to the prisoner wine company insists on doing things differently like 20 years ago when they decided to combine some of california's best and most unusual grape varieties to make that bold and complex blend aka their namesake wine the prisoner red blend which i've i've mentioned here a bunch now uh from the shape and the weight of the bottle to the label which has great artwork by francisco goya just everything about this, it just works. It's striking. It's memorable. We already talked about how much we love the wine. You just, I, I really, I, I can't recommend this stuff enough, man. Uh, here's what you do. Go to theprisonerwine.com slash cool. That's right. You drop the U out of Club Cool. CLB Cool. For 20% off plus shipping is included on your first purchase. That's a huge discount, Yes. by the way. I tried mm-hmm. this with no code. 
It was going to be like 40 bucks to ship a couple bottles Shipping of wine. Shipping wine is very expensive. It's heavy stuff. Yeah. Big glass bottles, all that liquid. So this is a huge deal. Not only do you get it the wine for a great price, but you also do not have to pay for shipping. Um, this is the best deal that they have available, and this will absolutely beat the price if you go in to, to a grocery store or, yes. or, or, a, liquor, or a liquor store and, and look for The Prisoner. So go, go use the URL, man, theprisonerwine.com slash clbcool, 20% off plus shipping included. And hey, if you don't, you know, if you don't want to try out the Red Blend or if you've already had it, you're ready to, 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 to experiment with some other stuff, they've got a bunch of other stuff to try out. There's a Pinot, there's a Cab, a little something for everybody. So, uh, you know, they, they got something worth your while. Once again, that's theprisonerwine.com slash C-L-B-C-O-O-L. Offer valid on first-time online orders only for U.S. residents of legal drinking age through December 31st, 2021. Other exclusions may apply. Please enjoy wines responsibly. Offer valid on first-time orders. Uh, What else we got here? Rebate requests from alcoholic beverage retailers, wholesalers, or anyone suspected of submitting fraudulent requests will not be honored or returned. Limit one offer per household, name, or address. For more information, contact customer service at theprisonerwinecompany.com. Please enjoy wines responsibly. All right, Phil, uh, we're back. Let's see. What do, what do I have first up on this list here? Ah, I wanted to talk about Tyler, the creator's new pop-up shop for his ever-evolving brand, Golf Le Fleur. Do you see any of this stuff? Yeah. Uh the, I'm most familiar with like Golf Wang and Golf Lafleur as like the the Converse collaboration. He's done yeah. he's done some Converse stuff. He's put out clothing through that collaboration. Uh, the the sneakers are were, were pretty popular at one point or, or have been popular. And uh, but but it's his it's his own line and and I think a lot like Yeezy, he's like been able to kind of do it through Converse, but then also do some some stuff independently on the side. This is like a, a not a rebranding, but kind of a, a refreshing of the brand. This is elevated stuff. It's all a little higher end. Um, you know, I read the article on GQ about it, and it's we're talking five hundred dollar mohair sweaters and three hundred dollar loafers, thousand dollar leather jackets. So it's it's definitely a luxury experience. And he has done this this pop up in Malibu. It's on this hillside in Malibu. It looks very cool. The building is like this bright blue. Looks like something out of the Flintstones. But the, uh, the 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 big thing, the, I think the reason that we all saw this on Twitter is because, man, he had some legends roll through for this pop-up opening. Incredible. Incredible list. Yeah. Uh, Tracy Ellis Ross, Lupe Fiasco, the artist Henry Taylor, Jay-Z, Andre 3000, Kanye. And I mean, I, I'm sure the list goes on and on and on. He posted photos, some really good ones with with a few of these people. And... I just wanted to go through these, and and I I want you to pick your favorite fit. I've already got it picked. You can now, Tyler. This I guess this was over the course of a couple of days because we have three different Tyler fits here, and then uh, Henry Taylor, Kanye, Jay, Lupe, and Andre three thousand each uh, each showing off something as well. So uh, I'll let you start. Go ahead. Tell me tell me what your pick is. Andre three thousand. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that dude. I, I like. How different he is. is! It looks like he's, that's a flute, but it, it is a flute, right? It looks like a peace pipe. Man, I'm gonna have to lean in here close to the computer. I got no idea what that is. I think it is because what? Didn't somebody? There, he was captured at a at an airport playing it one time. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Like in the 
<laughs> the waiting area. Uh, if you didn't see this, Andre, by the way, Andre, the, the best thing about his whole fit is how happy he looks. He, he, ju- he just looks, guy he looks like he's on cloud nine here. That has transcended. He's in a state of like higher consciousness. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Much like the prisoner wine company is, is what you're, is what you're saying. He's, he he's transcended. Be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he's got on a, a re- like a red, it's either a beanie or one of the, the kind of bigger caps mm-hmm. that, that goes further back and kind of like you used to like bundle up braids or, or longer hair that probably has a name. Um, great facial hair, kind of the, 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 the kind of the pointy mustache with the goatee, which is kind of graying a little bit. He's got this long black matte coat, the flute, as you mentioned, which, you know, nobody's doing that. It's just a, no, nobody's a, doing that. It's a galaxy brain accessory that he's got going on there. And then I'll, he's got Jordan fives on. I mean, I'm a Jordan fives. I need a pair. That's, that's a, that's a, that's a Jordan number that Jordan model, I should say that I really like. I don't have a pair. They're they're a little basketball-y, but now I now I kind of like that. And he's got on a black. It's they're probably the off white ones. Maybe Santa Claus will bring him. Maybe so. And uh, yeah, the, he he's killer. He, he he's killer here. This is also it, think Jay Z looks very good. him. Tyler also very on brand with a bright orange cardigan, teal tie, cropped British khaki trousers, and some just absolutely destroyed loafers. Uh, along with what I guess I'm going to call what is it? a trapper hat? That's what that's called. Sure, that matches the shade of of uh, tangerine peach of the fuzzy cardigan. Jay, Jay has Jay has also been like moving into his. I, I, I'm trying to think about how to describe this. He is no longer like playing on the same field as anybody else. He's like moving into this kind of almost legend mogul status where he's just like a, you know, he's just like a, he's just an icon. He's just a legend at this point. Like he doesn't have to do anything else, but his, but, but he's going with like the, the long, the longer locks, uh, and it has also been like rocking like a lot of beanies. You just pull up recent pictures of Jay, and you'll you'll get the vibe that I'm talking about. I think his his he's, hair really changes everything about his look. It does, but I get he's he's not trying to do like any type of like rapper thing anymore. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He he's he's like moving into this. That he his looks are more artistic or more bohemian or something, or just like a little a little more devil may care. And I love it, man. I'm pretty sure those those pants, if if they're not our legacy, they look just like a pair that our legacy. Uh, recently put out the I think the colorway was called like cigar stripe or something like that. It's like this black and yellow um heavy textured weave and uh just a black crew neck sweater. Probably the most wearable thing on this on you know on this page. The most wearable thing are, are Kanye's boots. Well let's 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 talk Kanye here. Kanye's been been on a bit of a media tour himself recently, starting with the joint concert that he did with Drake. That was in, um, you know, a uh, like a for awareness or fundraising for uh, Larry Hoover, who there's a movement to to free from prison, mm-hmm. and he's been wearing the jeans, the Free Hoover jeans, and a and a blue T-shirt or a blue hoodie that's also like the Free Hoover merch quite a bit. With this, with this look, here he's in a black hoodie, but with this look that he's been just parading around. Are these knee high 
black Red Wing boots that I guess are like, they're like, are they for motorcycle riding? I have no clue. Are they for snake killing? Like are they like snake boots? They're they're almost like snake boots. I I, I think I read about what they were. They they I don't think they're in production anymore. This is a a vintage find. And when I was they're Red Wings. They're Red Wings. And when I was tra- when I was traipsing around wow. uh, reading about the boots, I actually came across an article on GQ that was from several years ago, where like Kanye's team was in some shop in Idaho or Wyoming, and like dropped five k on on like eighteen trash bags of vintage goods. Really? Anyway, it, it, this you know you, we know Kanye. This is what he does, man. He's the he's absolutely the best at just like finding something like this. That that you would never think about, that nobody else would think about, and then like making it a thing. Yeah. So these these gigantic black stomping snake proof rain weather motorcycle boots, whatever they are, he's been wearing them everywhere. So he wore them at the concert. He wore them to the pop up here for Tyler. He 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 showed up on stage at a future concert and he was wearing these things. And so the boots are are part of the part of the story is just the boots are are such a look. Very, very Kanye, like feels like just only something that he could or would do. But it also got me thinking back to to how a few weeks back or a couple months ago, I guess more likely, we were talking about like kind of how to approach dressing for a fashion week. And and or, or really anything where you're kind of around for, for, for several days in a row and likely to see the same people. And I, I really like the idea in those scenarios of kind of choosing something like one standout piece and then always having that on. And outerwear is is kind of the easiest way to go for that. Um, you know, it's something you can you can change up your look underneath all you want, but then you always have like this very kind of loud statement piece of outerwear. I think that's always really cool. And my my point at the time was that, you know, if you're gonna be around the same people for multiple days in a row, like people will pick up on it. Oh, that oh yeah, that's the dude with the you know, crazy green jacket or whatever yeah. it is. You'll you'll be recognizable in, in that way. Kanye has Kanye has always been one of the best at this. You know, not not quite like Steve Jobs uniform style, like not the same thing for just forever. But when he finds something that he likes, like these boots. Or a full on mask. Or a full on mask or the spiked Balenciaga jacket yeah. or his blue hoodie. And he's man, he's committed. He does this in L.A. too. He'll he'll like find a puffer jacket that he likes and just wear it to the studio for thirty days straight, even though it's hundred degrees in August or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. But that but he he loves this move. Is 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 yeah. my point here? So he's like probably for the rest of the year. Anytime you see pop, Kanye pop up at whatever it is, he's going to be wearing these boots. That's that that's that's like his thing now. Mm-hmm. And he's basically just in the free Hoover jeans, or, or I think are are part of the look. He's just not going to take the jeans or the boots off. <laughs> he might switch up the top a little bit, but he's going to be in the jeans or the boots. Yeah. So just another, so another get used to it. Another lesson to be gleaned from uh from Kanye who continues to be whether we like it or not very much a a source of uh of style focus and inspiration and you know, it's just he's great at it. All right, let's see. I had a few more notes here about this um that I wanted to to touch on. Got to pull up my see too many tabs, man. Yeah, you know I, I lo- <laughs> call it out. I call lo- it down. I lose them. Oh, okay. I wanted to to talk a little bit further about 
some of the things that Tyler is offering in the line. He's doing a nail polish as part of the collection. Harry Styles is also doing one with his brand called Pleasing. And I'm, I, I find myself very interested in the little trinkets and offerings and kind of idiosyncrasies that these guys are offering in their little brand lineups. And it makes me, you know, I, I think that it, it, it's been a streetwear thing for a long time that, you know, Supreme Heads, beyond box logos, like what does everybody want? It's like all little tchotchkes they release. Yeah. Right? You, you know, you've seen photos of of the beastiest of the hype beasts and their whole like rooms just filled with nothing but Supreme decor and every accessory they make. So, and, and, and Ame has kind of followed suit with that. They always are releasing soaps or pens or postcards or dishes or ashtrays or whatever it might be. So I think that like offering accessories kind of, you know, that's a, that's, that, that's part of the playbook, but I just, I, I found myself kind of interested in this stuff. Like Tyler throws up a brand or, or evolves his brand. Harry Styles starts a new one. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, I, like, like I'm interested in having a piece of an artist or celebrity that, that I like, but that got, that had me thinking of, <laughs> back in like our high school and early college days about how this went so horribly wrong for so many artists and celebrities in the yeah. early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And just like, <laughs> you can pull up lists on Complex or wherever of just the most insane fashion lines that are now defunct that did not work. But the ones that I could bring up that that, that I pulled off the top of my head, T.I. started the brand Aku. <laughs> G-Unit had a clothing line. Nelly had Vocal. Kanye tried with pastel. I forgot all about that. Beyonce, <clears throat> Beyonce had House of Darion. Mandy Moore, Miley Cyrus, Lindsay Lohan, Sarah Jessica Parker, Jennifer Lopez. They all had fashion lines that did not work in the slightest. Uh, I think Ludacris, he he almost tried to start one. It was going to be called CP Time. Outcast had one. Uh, they had a joint one, I think, and then Benjamin Butt. Uh, uh, Benjamin, Benjamin Button. Button had one. Andre 3000 had one that I think was called, it was called Benjamin something. And they never worked. They never, ever, ever worked. So it's just like, you know, now in the, the, in the era of Kylie makeup and Rihanna with Fenty and Kanye with, with Yeezy, it's like they're finally being successful with this stuff. And I was just trying to wrap my head around why, why that was. Like why, yeah. why it works now, why it doesn't, why it didn't work then. Easy answer, probably is social media. It's so much easier to market directly to fans now. Mm-hmm. But I also think that the whole direct-to-consumer game, the fact that you can operate like that, just absolutely changed it. You think back to to, to those days of <laughs> Vocal and Aku and and even like even like the more successful ones like Rockaware or Sean John, like they had to have partners. It, where where, where you went to get that stuff was like Macy's. Yeah. Dillard's, J.C. Penney, like they were. So you, if you did not have a partner like that that was going to basically take care of your distribution, if not your manufacturing as well, like you were completely relying on 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 them to have this be a success. Who is South Pole? South South Pole. Yeah, that sounds familiar. It's uh, that's one that I still see around. Do you really? Yeah, and not not good looks. Remember Iceberg. With no. like the Snoopy characters. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, South Pole was founded by David Kim and Kenny Kim. Don't know who that is. Who the hell's that? Yeah, 
There was uh, early streetwear. There was LRG. That I feel like that also kind of falls into this group. It just didn't have a celeb attached to it. But yeah, man, I, I, they, these a lot of failed clothing lines paved the way for these guys to be successful now. Um, for these guys and girls to be successful now with these things. But you know what? They're also I guess it's probably why Instagram is never going to go away because right. It's just too. That, that really changed it. It's too too lucrative of a platform to to launch stuff like this, right? They're all doing a wine or a spirit or both. I mean, off the top of my head, we we sell John Legends, Snoop Dogs, um, Fifty Cents. Really? Yeah. What's Fifty Cents? A liquor it's a, brand. It's a. I think it's a Kavasa. No. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, well, that, that, everybody wants that Casamigos money now. Well, that's the thing is you can sell the brand, even a portion of it, for huge, huge paydays. Yeah. Massive. Yes. And you don't have to do relatively anything but put your name on it. Right. And help with the marketing. You're not designing anything. Maybe no. you help out with a label or something. Well, you know, Kendall Jenner, she tasted like, you know, like a thousand different tequilas before she landed on, right. on the one that was sure. perfect that was, you know, winning all the competitions. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you sell it? She, is hers? You got hers yet? I don't know. I don't that, sell the spirits, but um, I'm sure. I don't. I, I'm not sure it's widely distributed yet. She's still, you know, she's very focused on on winning, on winning uh, tequila competitions yeah. and and just like building out a really, really like well thought out brand. I highly doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, what's your favorite celeb um, spirit? Casamigos. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Ron Reynolds has one that I can't fucking remember. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the gin. Is it? The gin. Yeah. He, he sold aviation, aviation or whatever gin, yeah. and he's another one that made, I think, hundreds of millions of dollars. Did you see Bruce off, Springsteen? Off of that one. What, he, what did he sell? He sold his music catalog for $500 million. Oh, I did see that. I did see that. That is incredible. Incredible. What a win. Well, doesn't I mean that? What like, a win! I, we were talking. I was talking with somebody the other day. I, I don't remember if it was on the podcast or what. But like, why more people? Were we talking about this? Why more people don't do this? Don't do that. Right? Tail, this Taylor's version thing. Oh, we're like re- if they if they don't already own their masters, yeah. just go re-record yeah. their masters and have a set that's theirs, right? Because it's not the originals. But obviously now, like like yeah, if you own your if you own your masters, if you own your originals, and you become hugely su- successful, that's your. That's your nut, man. If you have the capital, I mean, to re-record all that stuff in, well, a, sure. in a meaningful way. Wildly expensive. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Phil. Um, we're going to get to your stuff. But first, let's hear from our other sponsor today. Who's it's that? Soul Savvy. I've been talking about Soul Savvy the last few weeks. You guys should really appreciate this. I finally got myself uh, signed into Soul Savvy. So I'm, nice. I'm wheeling and dealing in there now. Yeah, I haven't baby. taken my first W yet, but... It, on the precipice i can absolutely feel it soul savvy if you're not familiar is here to help you get the sneakers you want and avoid paying resale you've been seeing you've been paying attention to the oh, yeah. the, the crocs the salehi benberry yes. stuff we got mm-hmm. that we got crocs reselling for a thousand dollars now god you know are they really <laughs> i think like five or six hundred but it's an it's the point is it's it's an absolute mess out there it is. you need all the help you can get if you're going to participate if you're going to try not to pay 750 dollars for a pair of crocs doesn't matter if you're an og or new to the game soul savvy is for every single sneaker enthusiast out there that's looking to grow their collection this game man 
just it's become more about profit than passion recently. If you don't know somebody or have a plug or a bot or whatever, you you much like uh, myself over the last few years, will just you'll be taking L's on release day. Soul Savvy does not want that for you. They want they want you to to live better with with cooler sneakers. Soul Savvy works at each stage of a shoe drop, making sneakers more fun and accessible for all their members. So they've got early access links. They've got release guides. Um, Soul Savvy monitors over a hundred different retailers and their inventory, so that the moment sneakers are available, you get a direct link to purchase. They catch all the rumors and the leaks. They educate their community. Uh, they've got exclusive release info, including stuff like stock numbers. They've got one-click add-to-cart links. They even have hands-on one-to-one support from their team of experts. There are live training sessions. So many different tools. Just a whole battery of of you know of these of these elements that are that are at your hands to prepare you for every single key release, so you can get all your questions answered and just be absolutely. The, mo- the most prepared and ready to go that you can possibly be. There's a Discord channel. You get access to that. Um, there's just there's all sorts of stuff. There's almost too many to name, and that's that's why this is so great because they just they give you everything that you could possibly want and need to uh, to give you the absolute best shot. As I like to say, as I've been calling it, it's everything but the bot. Yes. Which you know we don't we don't we don't want botters around. You know. No. No. Are you it's, coining that phrase? What. Everything but the bot. I'm giving it to them. Nice. They can have it. That's good. <laughs> uh, here's what you do. All right. Go to soulsavvy.com slash clubcool for 40% off of your first month. It's a lot. That's S-O-L-E-S-A-V-Y dot com slash clubcool for 40% off your first month. They're just they're bringing the fun back, man. You know, unlocking all these resources for us. Avoid paying resale. Join Soul Savvy today. Once again, soulsavvy.com slash clubcool. Clubcool listeners, you guys get 40% off your first month of their all-access membership. Get the sneakers you want. Avoid resale. Join Soul Savvy. Thank me later. Okay, Phil. Yes. Let's get back to it. You've got some uh, You've got some things on the list here. I just have some questions. Okay. That I need answers to. I like, I like questions and answers. So, when... Well, Last time we talked about suit supply, so I went and kind of poked around on their website. And the reason I did that, though, is because of Roman Roy, primarily. I mean, every time I watch Succession, I'm like, damn. See, that's the, those are the, the wardrobes that you, you want to have because it's, it's grown up, right? Yeah. And it's not too much. It's not hashtag menswear. Right. Right. Now, do you what what specifically about Roman like what about his looks calls to you? Well, the fit is perfect. Okay. Um he's a and suits, he, he he's this, he's a slim guy. He's yes. a smaller stature, yes. slender frame. That. So the the thing that he deals with that I, you know, I think that you and I are, are also pretty familiar with is like we can go and we can buy off the rack stuff. And still end up dealing with things like the the blousing out above your pants, right? That type of thing, the kind of muffining or, or you know, pants being weird in the hips or, or too much room in the problem. seat. Sleeves are always too long. Yeah, so yeah. definitely, definitely, um, these guys are well tailored for sure. I just the the I don't have very many options now that I'm dressing a little bit more business cash. Yeah, that's kind of, you know if if you're buying a lot of the same stuff. That's just where I'm looking, and 
also, we talked about this last time, the suits that I own can all be given away at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So some moves need to be made. And with suit supply, my question is, Roman did this on the last episode wearing a suit with, with, with a T-shirt. He does the T-shirt underneath. Yeah. The jacket. What are your thoughts on that? Well, um, not a V-neck, but a crew neck. Yeah, yeah. We we although I did catch him in a V-neck T-shirt at Ooh. one point, and I you know I, I docked him, I docked him for that. <laughs> there, there, this good. Just I'm I'm going to end up talking succession here as well, since that was kind of the jumping off point. I I totally agree with you. Roman is very clearly well tailored. His stuff fits him really well, especially for his frame. He's not a guy that can easily walk in and and just buy off the rack. Is is what I'm guessing. There, were, there are also deci- decisions made, especially in these la- last few episodes, wardrobe-wise, that were definitely part of character psyches and headspaces and what they were feeling. So occasionally, like, in, in these kind of, in the daytime settings while they were in Italy, Roman would be in, like, a semi-awkward short-sleeve shirt. Yeah. That I, and I, I got the feeling that they didn't fit him quite as well, and it was, like, just kind of adding to this discomfort for him. Right, so it was very, yeah, much, right. it was very much like helping him, helping uh, both Kieran Culkin, but and as the character of of Roman, like feel this this discomfort with his mom. Shiv's making fun of him for for being in love with her, or whatever, and then like trying to get the trying to suss out what the what the seat sniffer uh, wants. The his mom's new, yeah, fiance and husband who had some great suits, who also had some very dandy dapper. British, uh, British style suits on. Um, but when he does, when he goes over to Matson's place with his father, that's a big moment for him. That's, that's post dick pic incident. He's still getting the call to go. He's having this, like he's this one-on-one time with his father. He's kind of been called up to the big leagues. He's riding out to, to Vienna or Switzerland or wherever they're going across some Lake Como type scene. Pretty nice. On a, excursion. on a, gorgeous little boat there yeah the whole thing is is very picturesque and you know just almost jaw-droppingly beautiful and that that outfit that he's in is like his like you can tell he feels good yeah this is this is the big leaks because that coat is gorgeous fits him perfectly and he's got it in that like very he's wearing it over this really crisp white shirt and it's all very stylish and he looks in in that moment in particular, he's less like, you know, business assistant kind of C-suite slapdick and more like <laughs> going to make the big cool moves. Right. So I thought I thought I thought that looked great. Um the what I what I would say here about suits over t-shirts is is your kind of your classic like do it all interview suit is probably not the one that you want to put over a t-shirt like that. You need something that's like in a way almost more luxurious but also more casual. And the the key there is usually like the soft shoulders. You don't want something that like has any has any pads. And suit supply is a nice spot for that because they do lean into that kind of that more Italian style tailoring that Neapolitan look, which is very soft shoulders. You know, that just falls right off. There's right. no there's no padding in there. There's not a lot of structure. You're, you're, you're not getting like that that kind of 90s Armani, uh, Armani-ish like 
heavy shoulder suit that like somebody like Jerry at Fear of God is kind of bringing back a little bit. Roman's jacket almost looked like a cardigan. It was so soft. It, yes, yes, it did. I, like I don't know what we can. It might have. It may have appeared on the Succession Fashion Instagram account. I'm, I'm not sure, but like my guess is like that was probably like the row or something like that, or or maybe Cuccinelli, although it was it was really dark for for Brunello. But yeah, it was absolutely like it was definitely something super soft and drapey. Yeah. Not a not a traditional kind of wasn't a business suit or sure. a business jacket in in the traditional sense, I would say. But yeah, I, I like that I like that look a lot. All it, these freaking suits that I'm looking at though. This is what I'm getting at. It's like with suit supply. I, I I there's like six of them I would buy. Yeah. Yeah. But they have some pants which I don't really understand. They have drawstrings. They're like Suit pants. With that, that's that's a that's, th- a, thing, that's a new thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's couldn't do that. That's this is that that's again we're leaning into like the whole. I mean, w- hard to find a pair of fixed waist shorts out there, right? Yeah. These days, like it's all yeah. drawstring, and and joggers before that, and and the rise of sweatpants, and so like inevitable that that's going to trickle into both trousers and pants and uh, all the way into suiting, especially as we're talking about this stuff like. That's that's this softer, drapier fabric that you can wear more casually. Yeah, there's definitely suit supply is definitely going to have some some drawstring like elastic waistband yeah. trousers that they're pairing with suit jackets. I'd like to go in and, and just get my hands on some of this stuff. You 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 will you'll really enjoy going in and and um you know it's it's got the it's got the feel. You're going to walk in and like. It's it, the the whole the vibe of the store is like a little douchier than it actually is. Yeah, yeah. I'll say, right? You know what I mean? Right. Like it's almost a little too polished, and like, yeah. There's a lot of double monk shoes hanging around. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, but when you start looking at the suits and looking through the fabrics and kind of putting your hands on everything, oh, I, I, I absolutely could have walked out with a couple suits and like. Some crazy shit too. I think I talked about wanting like the brown and white houndstooth one. Yeah, yeah. They, they I mean, of course, the fit picks are great, but they, they've got some good options. The yeah, their, model, their right. models must work out. <laughs> the they also do these sneakers. So this is what I was saying. Like it's like very similar to Common Projects or these Cole Hans that I bought, but there's no branding on them, which I love. Yeah. Um. One seventy nine. They're leather, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they put them on just about every one of their looks with these guys. Yeah, they're cool. I like it. I like it. There's the they've got the the kind of the the winterized ones right now too. Um, there's some suede stuff that looks that looks good. Yeah, this is all. I mean, that's but I think Suit Supply does a really good job of of appealing to that. Like, it's like that. It's kind of the same thing that you get when you go watch a James Bond film, and you're like, damn, I just want to get decked out and yes, Tom Ford and wear a tie bar. And beat somebody's ass. Uh, except for this is like this is like the Amalfi Coast version of the, of that. Right, sure. it, it gives you that that allure of of you know of of kind of coastal Europe scene where you're really dressed up but really comfortable and really casual. And so I I, I think they 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 nail they nail that stuff. And if you want a suit, I mean, and I recommend them for for as an awesome place to start for for any style of of suit whether you do want that like basic interview suit or you do want you know something a little bit more specific but yeah you you 
you go in there, you're going to find something that you can wear with a t-shirt underneath mm-hmm. and, and some sneakers. So. Okay. And we, you know, we, we mentioned the shirts, the, the, well, that, that's what I picked up the last time that I was in there is a, is a dress shirt. I needed a, a new, yeah. a new white dress shirt and, and they, they've got both a slim fit, which worked just fine for me. But if you, if you want that like Roman Roy, or if you're very slender and you want like, n- you know, nothing come like no extra yeah. coming out of the, the top of your pants, right? Very, very like straight line, um, little excess. They, they've got a super slim fit as well that probably would work out for you. Okay, cool. Yeah. Got any more brain busters? <laughs> Rizzuto. Uh, no. Yeah. Pretty stoked we're getting our new um, credenza mm. next week. Yeah? That was the big Black Friday purchase. Where uh, where from? Uh, design within if, reach. If you're at liberty to say. Oh, yeah, you told me about that. You ever buy anything from Article? Um, No, but I've come close. Okay. Uh, Well... There is a the the new Howler shop on on yeah. Westland, but yeah. across from HQ now, it just opened up. Really, and it is the biggest, most shining, like beautiful example of like you know it's it's a it's a tribute to the brand. It evokes it. It it kind of encompasses it, and beautiful store. Love it. Things have been rolling in the last couple of months, uh, and so I can and everybody that works on the store, and I don't I don't feel totally comfortable naming names so i'm not going to but our uh our ceo and and kind of lead creative and visionary as well a guy that has very 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 good good taste yes he does you know what i mean yeah the firms that he is working with to to design and and decorate are also you know top shop austin type places right and so i can tell you that there's been a lot of article furniture rolling in and pieces of art framed out from at Framebridge. Uh huh. Yes. So I, I almost did we? No, that's where you send it off and they frame it. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. But I, you know, I, I, I priced something out at Framebridge yeah. recently, and it wasn't actually as egregious as I thought it was going to be. I've dealt with some like lo- like some local kind of mini chains, or maybe they're more national. Like you ever heard of Fast Frame? No. Okay. There, there's one called Fast Frame. And like I, I remember getting a, you know, I think I got like a fifty dollar off coupon from them in the mail once, and I was yeah. like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go check it out. I'm gonna get something framed. And they were like, yeah, so we can take it. We can take that coupon. That fifty dollars will come off the four twenty five. Right, framing is ridiculous. And I was, are you, what, yeah. what? Yeah. And it's, it's it, it adds to the whole art conversation, right? Because it's like, well, what if I'm spending more on the the frame, frame than the piece of art? Like yes. that feels backwards. That can easily happen. So it's yeah, absolutely like if, if if you're just you know if you're buying some if you're buying like a print and you want to especially you with a print the frame will cost more no yes, question without a doubt Hobby so, Lobby I always feel a little bit weird about that Hobby. yeah and we actually just we we uh, we got one done at Michaels as yeah, well right so my both Michaels and Hobby Lobby have some pretty inexpensive options to custom frame something if you've got something that's a weird size and and you you know you're not just they've got decent selection of like standard you know. 18 by 24, 24 by 36 or whatever. But if you've got something that you want matted, custom framed, Hobby Lobby, Michaels, both also affordable places and you probably have one where you live. So. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Nor was Suit Supply, shockingly. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you know how I remember. I got to. Do I need to just start DMing some of these brands, being like, "Hey, yes. giddy, giddy up." That's what I did at Grand when I was selling yeah. as a Grand yeah. X. I would well, I would DM them from the TFM account, which is that, yeah, verified. yeah, blue check mark. But Framebridge was one of our. Um, I think they did some ads with us. That's how I remember them. Okay. Well, there you, you know, go. <laughs> might have to reach out. That's all I got for today, man. That's it. I think that's it. Good, because I sound. I bet you, I sound so terrible. <laughs> On this mic, I, I just you, congested no. it. I got I got congested when I sat down. Yeah, this, it's, it's all that heater on in this. No, I think it was all that white shed that you ingested. It might be this white shed. <laughs> Plus, you're you're murdering your thirst over there with liquid death. Who knows what that's doing to you? <laughs> God, I gotta get out of here. All right, once again, thank you to our sponsors, Soul Savvy and the Prisoner Wine. By the way, I don't know if you if if you know. If, if anybody's still listening, <laughs> <laughs> Probably uh, not. <laughs> I dropped those links in the <laughs> podcast description. So you're listening, you just pull out the phone, whip that thing up. You can go straight to those links, buy yourself some wine. This, I, I mean, love all of our deals. Everybody is always offering, you know, we, we, they come on this podcast and, and they give you guys something great. But that 20% off with the free shipping on the prisoner wine. Pretty damn good. It's a pretty damn good deal. Yes. That, uh, I'm just... I'm just saying. And uh, Soul Savvy, obviously, uh, you know, constant, nonstop talk, sneakers. I missed on another pair of dunks this past week. Of course, I didn't like. Yeah. I was looking back through my Nike app. I, I'm, an, I'm a Nike boy. Everybody knows this about me. I've got so many purchases over the last few years. Like, they can't, they can't throw me a bone. Let me get one pair of dunks. No, we've talked about this. They're trying to get the new consumers. They know they've got you. They, they do. I, I, yeah. It's... it's uh, it's unfortunate. But thank you again. Prisoner Wine, Soul Savvy. Go support the podcast directly as well. Patreon.com slash Club Cool. Get access to that Discord uh, that I'm, I'm always mentioning on the pod. You can follow the pod at Club Cool Pod on Instagram. And uh, man, Phil, always good to have you back. Man, I'm glad to be here. Yeah. Uh, thanks for doing this once again on a Friday. And uh, we'll see you very soon. Later. <laughs>